0: These verses I would like you to keep in your heart in your mind. The first one is Proverbs 18:21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. The second one is John 6:63. 6, These are the words of Jesus. It is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. Amen. Now Proverbs 4:23. The last one Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. The New Living Translation puts it this way Guard your heart above all else. Guard, guard, protect your heart. Set police, set police, set policemen, set security. Put security systems around your mind, around your heart. Why? Because your heart, your mind determines everything you do. Everything you do comes from there. So protect it. It's very precious. Your heart, your mind is very precious. The NIV puts it this way. Above all else, above all else, gird your heart. Guard your heart. For everything you do flows from it. Wow. War of words. Battle for the mind of man. Uh, three main points that we looked at last time. Three main points. The first one is battle for man's attention or the mind of man we looked at the battle for man's attention man's attention the attention of man there's a battle for it there's a battle for the mind of man, for the attention of man to get man's attention to get your attention everybody wants to get your attention just like you want to get somebody's attention everybody wants to be loved so that's the first one battle for man's attention or the mind of man the second one the second point is the power and the preciousness of the mind. The power and the preciousness of the mind. And the third one is the power of words. The power of words. Now, just to quickly look at the first one. There's a battle for man's attention. There's a battle for man's attention. There's a battle for man's attention, for man's mind, for the mind of man, meaning the emotion, the thought, and the will of man. When we talk of the mind of man, we are talking of the emotion, the thought and the will of man. Whoever can capture the mind of man captures his attention. Whoever can capture the mind of man. Whoever can capture your mind will capture your attention, will capture your affection, will capture your attitude and will capture your action. Whoever captures your attention captures your, your affection or your emotion. And captures your attitude and eventually determines your action. Beware, Satan wants your attention. And he will do anything to give you his attention. He will give you attention. So we see in Genesis 3, how the devil came, serpent came to give Eve attention. And Genesis 3:6. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food. Hmm. When the woman saw that the tree was good for food, she gave attention. That is attention. She gave attention to what Satan was saying. She gave attention to the attention of Satan. So she looked at what Satan was talking about. She gave attention that it was pleasing or pleasant to the eyes. Wow. Affection right there. Emotion. She began to love it. Wow, this thing looks, no, looks somehow, it looks great. Wow, it's pleasant. It's beautiful to the eyes. And a tree desirable to make one wise. Wow, our attitude begins to change towards this thing, towards this whole conversation. So she took it and ate it. She acted upon it. So we see the flow. Attention to affection, to attitude, to action. Hmm. Don't give the devil your attention. It will affect your affection. It will change your attitude. The attitude is what attitude is your tendency or your inclination, your disposition. You begin to feel good or feel different, and you eventually do it. So, don't give the devil your attention, it's a trap. Don't fall into it. Don't give him your mind. Don't mind the devil. Doesn't mean just you know walk away from the devil, it means that also. But it also means uh, don't give him your mind. Don't mind the devil. Don't pay him attention. Amen. The Lord give you understanding in Jesus' name. Amen. If there is a fight over something, and this is the second point. So the first point we already looked at, battle for man's attention. The second one is the power and the preciousness of the mind. If there is a fight over something, that thing must be precious. If there is a fight, a battle over something, that thing must be precious. So there is a fight there's a battle over your mind. means your mind is precious. The mind of man is powerful and therefore precious. Proverbs 4, 6 that we just looked at says, above all else, above all else, guard your heart, guard your mind, for everything you do flows from it. Everybody wants that mind of yours. Wants attention, wants to capture your mind because if they can capture your mind, they have captured you. It's a precious heart, it's a precious mind. Your mind is precious. There is a fight over it because it's precious. God knows this very well. So He seeks, He Himself seeks to capture our mind, our attention. He seeks to win our affection. Um, and seeks to change our attitude in order to influence our action. And the third point, which is the power of words, the power of words, we say that who and what you listen to matter. Who and what you listen to matter. The speech and the speaker matter. Not just the speech. the speaker also matters. Why? Because words are powerful. words are powerful, words are powerful. And it doesn't matter whether the words are positive words or negative words. They are both powerful. Negative words can actually be more powerful than positive words. Negative words can actually be more powerful than positive words. Can be more powerful than positive words. Bad news make headlines faster and more than good news isn't that all we see on on the tv bad news you know if it's good news it doesn't make the headlines you know if it's bad news everybody wants to broadcast it and everybody wants to listen to it and they repeat it over and over and over again it catches attention so let's kick off on this word of words word of words words and images play on our minds play on our minds and can even plague our minds. Do you hear that? Words and images play on our minds, play games on our minds, and they can even plague our minds, destroy our minds. Words create images. Words create images. Do you hear that? Words create images. The image that the speaker is trying to create is modulated or configured into the image that's that's already in the heart of the listener. These things are simple, but they need good listening. The image that the speaker is trying to create is modulated or configured into the image that's already in the heart of the listener. So, the speaker is trying to paint a picture. The picture that eventually appears is modulated or configured by the image or the picture that is already in the heart of the listener. So it changes. As all of you are listening to me, you are all hearing different things, even though it's the same words you are hearing. But what you are hearing is modulated by what is already in your heart. The preconceived notion, the knowledge, the understanding, the experiences, everything that is your composition. So words create images. Images speak words. Words create images. Images speak words. What someone makes out of a picture depends on their prior exposure. What somebody makes out of a picture depends on their prior exposure. Remember, exposure determines what? Your experience. Exposure determines your experience. And your experience determines what? Your expression or impression. Amen. It would take a thousand words just to create an image. I'm sure you know that. It would take a thousand words just to create an image. But you only need an image, a picture, to create a thousand words. All of that to say what most of us already know. One picture is worth a thousand words. Don't you hear that all the time? One picture is worth a thousand words. All pictures speak louder than words. Hmm? So pictures speak louder than words. That's why you are able to stay awake. More if it's what? A movie. Motion picture. Not just a picture. But this is a movie picture. You stay awake. The picture catches your attention. Keeps you awake. If somebody is speaking to you. After a while you begin to dose. You begin to lose attention. But if it's a movie. If it's. Something on the screen that is moving keeps you awake, keeps you awake, keeps you awake. Amen. Why? Because pictures speak loud, loud, very clear. It wakes you up. No. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. So we see Moses' in- instruction to the people who are going to spy out the land. He gave them specific instruction, he asked them to bring words back. And he also asked them to bring pictures back. No, they didn't go with a camera. He asked them, bring words back and describe the land. Describe the land. Give us a picture of the land. Mm -hmm. So we can see that in Numbers chapter 13. These are the instructions that Moses gave them. Numbers 13, 18 to 20. Numbers 13, 18 to 20. See, see what the land is like. Whether the people who dwell in it are strong or weak, few or many. Whether the land they dwell in is good or bad. Whether the cities they inhabit are like camps or strongholds. Whether the land is rich or poor. And whether there are forests there or not. Be of good courage and bring some fruit of the land. Amen. So go see. Not just go look. And we're going to hear more about that. Go see. Describe the land. Bring back pictures of the land. In fact, bring back evidence. Bring back evidence. Bring back the fruit of the land. The truth is this. Listen very carefully. The truth is this. We see with our mind. We see with our mind. We see with what is already in our mind. With what is already inscribed in our mind. The eyes look, but the mind sees.